Danny goes to the movies, writes a review. You hear him on the podcast, now you know what he would do. Grab your popcorn and your soda or your healthier snacks. Enjoy the film and just relax. You don't have to do this all alone. Join our community and we'll talk about it, yo. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. All right, everybody. Welcome to I Screen, You Scream for Movies. Today's Friday, February 3rd. Fuck it, it's Raw Feed. We are doing it live. My name is Danny Eskamalaji. It's been weeks, and now I am recording this episode of a movie that I just got out seeing, but not only myself, but today, when I teased this part already from my last episode, I'm already having a guest, and it's she, she is with me, and she was on my Top Gun episode from last season. This is Lori, my aunt, so uh, thank you for joining me, Lori. You're welcome. And tell us about yourself, too. I mean, I haven't introduced... Juicy a little further, but uh, tell us about yourself, honestly. What do you um go ahead, tell us about yourself? Sorry, well, um, I'm slightly older, <laughs> um, been a movie watcher for years and years, loved going to the movies, my favorite thing to do. Well, besides reading, um, I'm a respiratory therapist, and you're my favorite movie partner. I always like you too, my best, anyway. So this episode, this movie, just finally got out. It's finally been out. It's been the back of my head since they dropped this teaser and the title. And I have Lori here on my show because she's a huge fan of this filmmaker. And we always, always look up to this guy, even if his movies maybe were meh all over since years. But let's just say we got a lot to talk about. Well... That wasn't the proper knock, but yeah, I'm actually knocking. You you see me knocking right now? I see you knocking. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, we're talking Knock at the Cabin, directed by one, the one and only M. Night Shyamalan. Finally is out, so I don't know how to start this off, but let's just say the idea for those that don't know what Knock at the Cabin is. I'm sure everybody, or not everyone knows, but I will just talk about it. So this is actually based on a an, an, an book adaptation of a novel called The Cabin at the End of the World, which was released in 2018. Even my aunt does not know Mm-mm. it was a novel. And I just told her the last second when we finished the movie. So, yeah, this is actually Shyamalan's second adaptation he's ever done based on something from material. He's done that with Old, which is actually based on a graphic novel. And now, Not Gonna Cabin is here. So, um, I'm just gonna, like... Put in my thoughts right here. So, Laurie, without spoiling, what do you think of this movie? Um, I liked it. I did like the movie. Um, the ending, maybe not. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I it's would okay. Say it's, it's not okay. predictable. I loved how the action started immediately. It's like you, you, you didn't yeah, even jump take right a, into yes. the part. I, I, yes, I didn't expect I like, it how it Whoa. starts, but like. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I like this where it's going. I was confused. Maybe they should have started something like small and then to the action. I didn't think it would just start right away, no. even for an hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah. I mean, okay. But I really liked that that happened. Yeah. I, I did like that. 
I just thought it was odd. Yeah. Um. I was just like, oh, waiting for a little, I don't know, a little something. And then it was like, bam, action. <laughs> yep. This is something Shyamalan has not done in that part of the movie, but he just put this action straight into the film. I liked it. And the plot really, uh, the premise of the movie, I actually liked it. It was just, it's just a f- crazy idea, like, so all these, so four people, which one of them is clued by Dave Batista. We're going to talk to Dave Batista in a bit, but him and the other three cast members of the characters has taken three families of hostage and has told them to make a choice by a sacrifice or leave the world and perish to die. I mean, that sounds really scary, but at the same time, I like to see, I, that's why I wanted to see what happens. And this is a Shyamalan kind of twist we like to see here, so... How's that? How is that plot, plot? How is that premise to you, though? Is it like intimidating or anything to you? It no, it's not intimidating. I thought the movie would be scarier, and I did not know that that was the premise to the movie before I went and saw it. Oh, I, I thought the trailers got you the idea what the movie was. I mean, I that's know. what the trailers do. Their yeah, job is to did. give us the idea what yeah. this film is. Yeah. That's true, but it didn't, I don't know, it didn't make it obvious to me. I guess it made it obvious to you, but it wasn't obvious to me. I knew, like, end of the world. I didn't know they were going to say sacrifice, but, yeah. I don't know. It was not my favorite Shyamalan movie by... Honestly, look, I was coming off from, like, hearing word of mouth from, like, press screenings. Most some others says that it's the best Shyamalan film to date since his comeback. Mm-mm. And oh, yeah, look. When was his comeback? I didn't know. The he visit went away. was his big comeback, so oh. that got bounced. Huge positive buzz, and this movie was kicking ass. He done split. He's done like few of his movies were a huge comeback, but the last uh, couple films for Split and Glass, there were just sequels to the Unbreakable that Shyamalan was mm-hmm. trying to do. So, um. Technically, point on, Old was another mixed bag film he got back onto, and I felt like with Knock of the Cabin... I like this better than 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 Old, and... Yeah, I like it better than Old, but it wasn't visit. strong as I thought it was. That's the thing. The only part was the conclusion. That's the only thing that threw me off. But I, it, I won't spoil nothing. Yeah, this is a spoil-free yeah. raw feed. It just wasn't impactful as I thought it was, you know? Yeah. I just... Wow. I was like quiet for a second we're both quiet for a second uh-huh. and it just ended i'm like wait uh yeah i was just like yeah. wow yeah i think maybe because it started so quickly like action right from the beginning and the end did not end with action it kind of just yeah ended yeah yeah like i'm so, just like wow yeah, i don't know like, i didn't understand oh, but like uh I think it's a thinker. It wasn't strong at the end. That's all I know, really. But yeah, but... We more... still got to see the plot choice, but we don't want to say yeah. anything. We, it wasn't just... The ending co- conclusion was just not strong. That's all I know. wasn't my cup of tea for but that. But very thought-provoking. Yes. Prov- so yeah, yeah. I am still thinking about it, and the more I yeah, think about it... Yeah, the more it... I think about it, too, it's like I had done this with a movie before, and I actually like it even more because... Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm sure this is just, we just got a screen from the movie. I'm probably going to think about this over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and I might, I don't know. But this is just me coming out of it, so I probably will end up liking it a little more if I think about it. 
pretty much that's all I want to share from like a little bad taste for me and you know Lori personally but I do want to share the good things real quick so hey who do you think we can talk about today tonight I mean and I think we are going to start off with one guy who's already coming off from the Drax character from the Guardians movies the Marvel stuff and he's having his part two version of Dune with his character I can't wait to see him more and this guy is Dave Bautista. What do you think of Dave Bautista? I know you're not familiar with him, but... Not very familiar, but I thought he did a great job. Oh, my God. I just like... You know, he he nails the hell out of his character. I mean, I have to say, Shyamalan casted the right guy because he's seen his performance before. That's why he casted him. So, this is actually a major star we got to see, and... Pretty interesting. I was I was never seeing on Dave Bautista when he was in the movie. When we got to see of him, I'm like, oh, Dave Bautista, sign me up. I have to see this so bad. But wow, right there, he absolutely nailed it. I have to say, it was incredibly good. He was the powerhouse to me of this movie. I thought yeah, very all... good casting. Very. Oh good. yeah, totally. Yeah. That's what I think. I'll give Shyamalan. The castings were great choice. So. Well, I, I, who I really that little girl. That little, I like the little girl too. I don't think she was a problem to me. I thought she was amazing. Yeah, so here's the I thing. I mean, she's so. She did such a. Shyamalan job. does these movies where he will get young actors, actresses to play their parts, yeah. and he. That's the number one thing of these direct filmmakers of directors get the performances out of these people to make sure they're significant, and that's what Shyamalan did. That's his excelable moments. That girl did a great job. She I don't know her really name. Did. We don't know her name, but. If you have it on your phone, I I can use your phone for a second. I know I'm she using for my so phone good. to record F it's or off We're just like blah 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 blah. Yeah, so technically that hmm. But so. yeah, I thought she was excellent and so cute. Yeah, I liked it too. I thought I thought everybody was really good. I mean, but yeah, for sure, for sure, Dave Batista. Oh dang, I, I was on the search point, but it ended up let me see. Oh, the data. But yeah, I'm thinking she must... I don't know, maybe she was in something else, but I'm... This is actually one of the major first movies she's in, so I guess I would that's, think. I mean, she's yeah. so young. Kristen Q, yeah. So that's her. And uh, let's just take a look at the other casting. So they have Jonathan Groff. Um, the last movie of his was... You, if you recognize his face, he was from The Matrix Resurrections. Oh, I didn't recognize. I liked his. Uh, I liked. Yeah, so he played the replacement of of um Smith. Yeah, I gotta say that oh. was a bad choice. What the Matrix casting were thinking, but I don't think he's a bad actor. I just think the casting for the Matrix was a bad choice. Mm. But Jonathan Grove, I think he's significant good too. So and uh, technically, the two characters are. We're not gonna just get controversial about, it, but they're supposedly as the gay couple with a daughter. The other one's played by Ben Elderidge. I thought he was crazy good, too. The way he talks, it was like, wow. I just didn't recognize those two actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of if I've ever seen them in another movie. Okay. They're very good, though. Yeah, but Ben I mean, Elderidge. Let me I have see. no comparison because I've, I've, I, I don't think say, I've seen them in I've, anything. Hang on. Or nothing significant, at least, that I can think of. He was in the show called Pennyworth, who plays Tem Thomas Wayne. Yeah, oh, that's... Uh, yeah, I would have And Jonathan Groff, let me see his castings. Um, besides Knock at the Cabin in The Matrix. Hamilton. Mm, and, oh, he was in Frozen 2, voicing him. Oh, well. I don't want to take too much time, but, you know, I wanna, don't want to keep this long. I, of course, recognize Ron Weasley. 
right away from Harry Potter. R- Rupert, yeah. Rupert, Rupert Grinch. Yes. yes, everybody knows who he is. But yeah, yeah I thought he was significant like too. But let's just say his part was short lived. But we don't want to spoil what happened. But yeah, I, I thought he was a good choice He's, too. Yeah, he did a good job. I mean, for you know. out of the whole part though, I like this actress Abby Quinn who plays uh, the girl. In the, well, not the girl, the woman. Um, I don't know. No one's gonna recognize who she is, but she's already coming up. I think it's a consider a breakthrough. I thought she was fantastic. It was my favorite character of the movie. Who? Uh, Abby Quinn. Abby she Quinn? plays Adrian. Oh, well. And then, actually, this is one of the cast members as well from old, Nikki Armuka Bird. She was actually from oh, old. Oh, yes. Yeah, her. Yes, I liked her. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Thought I thought she, she was great, yeah. too. You may not recognize, for those who are going to go see this movie, you may not recognize her from old, but once you look up the casting and the name you're familiar yeah, with, yeah, it will just jog that. your memory at the end of the day. Yeah. So. Oh, Yeah. That's. I think the performances were my favorite parts of why this movie's premisely great. I think it was just the performances were just a raw powerhouse. Dave Batista. I can see it right in future for this guy. He's gonna come along with great stuff outside of his like franchises. So, Shyamalan nailed the performances, directions, and was great. So, um, besides that, um, what else? Um. I thought the premise was fine. I thought the performance were huge, but the conclusion, it was just the thing that threw me off a bit. That's all I gotta say. It did. I, but as I, honestly, as I think about it, it's like, yeah, that. how else would it end? And it was very thought-provoking, and I, the more I think about I, I think that makes a very successful film if you're still thinking about it. Yeah. After you've seen it and, and kind of going over yeah. it in your head and, and thinking, that's oh. going to decide by the general audiences because according to what I saw on Twitter just moments ago before I recorded, it got a C. Now, this is like considered a C where to the point where it's both good, bad. It depends on people's perspectives, really. I expect it to be in like the B range, but considering this is what the movie was towards at least the end, I think that changed a lot of people's thoughts. That's where the hate comes from, I guess. I don't know. I have no hate. Yeah, I, I have, have no hate either. I do not I'm just think like, it's a C. I think it's B plus B area. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. And I'm like I'm it. stuck with the C though for myself because uh, of no. this. I'm sorry. I don't like a C for it. Yeah, no. I know, I know. Hey, there's a film called Barbarian which got a C plus, but people went to see it because people were talking about the movie online. It was a hit. It was made on a low budget and it was a huge hit. Came on back in September, so for at least a couple of weeks, I could do the same thing. I don't know. I hate to doubt Shyamalan, but um, oh, speaking of that, I do want to talk about Shyamalan now. This is why we're talking about Shyamalan. This is like a thing where he makes good movies and he makes mediocre movies. So you watched all Shyamalan movies, and I brought you on the show because you're a huge, huge fan. And I didn't see like you told me to go watch to watch the village, and yes. I was just lazy bumped to do anything I when love I get off the work. Village. Yeah, she loves the village. I think I personally liked the Sixth Sense. I saw I that in the high Sixth school. Sense. I love the Sixth Sense. Yes, I'm a big. And I saw Signs. That yes, was that I love signs. old. And then yeah, after those loved split, split. Possibly is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love Split. If it's on TV or something, or I don't have anything to watch, I'll bring it up and I will watch it. I love Split. Um, 
I, I love all those older, and I think he's coming back to that kind of. Yeah, he's coming back, but yeah. we're going to see what this opening weekend is, especially where, I don't know, it might come under performance depending, I don't know, because this is, now just to point this out, this is an RA movie, this is like his second RA movie he's done, the first was The Happening, so technically, because of the restriction of that movie, it didn't look too violent, is all I know, I think it was just the language, that's all. I don't know why this was R. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I guess maybe because yeah, it may be a little violence, violence but, but yeah, I, I expected the violence be to be R. nasty, but I th- didn't think it would be an R rating. But I think the language was the reason why. Yes. This language? Yeah, Did like they have bad language. Yeah, f words and like Did they? yeah, 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 other profanities too. Oh. That's why. So um, want to bring this out to why I was gonna say about. His um one of his movies. So one of the two movies that were completely one of his worst because this is outside his genre of filmmaking. The last uh the last Airbender and After Earth, those are his two worst movies. I didn't see one except the last Airbender, I believe. Yeah, I can see why the hate's coming from. So all I'm saying is this stuff like this. This is where not Sham. This is where Sham. This is where Shyamalan stuff like that doesn't work. I don't know if you've seen those movies, but I'm sure he no. sells well in thrillers and plot twists. That's where it's good stuff comes from. Mm-hmm. And since then, The Visit was his comeback. And then I guess he went downhill a little again. I mean. I didn't care for The Visit. Oh, I mean, The Visit. I yeah, think I mean, that was a. Right, yeah, but... that was a return to his former direction. So that's where he, people praised on it for that. Mm. And then he try, tries to put together the Unbreakable trilogy, and I think Split was his like superior one. Yeah. And then hasn't made a movie until old. That kind of drew a little, which was released in the midst of pandemic, where we're all getting vaccinated and all. I liked it. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Wasn't yeah. Well, I liked it. Um, and then Knock at the Cabin. I can I'd, say I'd say it's, I liked it more than old. Me too. Just wasn't strong in the end. That's it. That's all I gotta say, and I have nothing to conclude. We, I'm hoping this film could have a little legs, but barbarian legs. But we'll, we'll, we will see. It's coming off in the C, C score, and we'll see where this stands. I mean, this movie is supposed to actually be number one, knocking Avatar: The Way of Water. So a little on the box office feed, it might have a chance to slightly be number one this weekend, or maybe eighty for Brady because <laughs> Tom Brady announced retirement. Everyone's going to see that movie, but this is for older. Women and Tom Brady fans. I mean, hey, I don't know. I've seen the sales go up well since his retirement announced. I'm not sure. But I'm hoping to expect Knock of the Cabin to me just in number one. But I'm not sure the performance of the numbers. But I'm hoping it'll just be good. It costs like $20 million to make. That's all I know. So I could be wrong. Well, we'll see. I personally liked it not. I personally liked it and didn't like it much. Just at least better than his last movie. That's all I'm going to say. Nothing else, really. But, uh, Lori, is there anything else you want to talk about or anything before we get off the mic? No, I, I did like it. I think it is going back to, like, his earlier movies, which were my favorites. Like you said, The Sixth Sense, all of those. The Village. I didn't, feel like, did, I didn't, feel, I didn't feel like it was all supernatural. That's all. I don't know. I Well, kind of, in a way. I mean, because... Like with, I see dead people. That's kind of supernatural. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is more supernatural, biblical type. Yeah. So, this could be your opinions for those who listen to this episode. But I mean, hey, 
I say go watch this movie if you're a Shyamalan or looking for thrillers. I mean, Megan come off great this last month. So if you're looking for a little something before Ant-Man comes out, I guess knocking the cabin is either your cup of tea or not. But, hey, this opinion will leave you guys to see how you feel. All right, uh, Lori, thank you for being on my show. Thanks and for having me. Of course, yep. Um, you don't have any socials. You're older, and uh, that's okay. But uh, I can tell you right now, you will be back uh, later this year for a certain film. I think we can both elaborate, and I think we can make this work together. How would you feel for Hunger Games? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yep. Big is, Hunger Games fan. Yep, I will have her on my show later to see her, ladies and gentlemen, so don't forget her name, Lori, right here. And she's still my wingman of a movie-goring partner. I'm always her wingman, and she's yes. my wingman anytime, except wing lady. This is actually not a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, thank, you for, thank you for hopping on, and I will speak to you later. All righty, guys, so that was my review for Knock at the Cabin with my guest, an aunt Lori. So Lori, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. I love you. But everybody, uh, Knock at the Cabin is quite an edge of your seat thriller. I did forgot to mention this for some reason, but I think this is actually a good time edge of your seat thriller. But if you're, this conclusion and all that, it will be up to you guys. I personally didn't feel it was strong, but I do like the premise and all the performances. Dave Batista completely steals the show. That's all I got to say. So if you're a Shyamalan fan, if you're looking for thrillers, especially coming out from Megan, go see this movie this weekend or 80 for Brady. You know, that's up to your choices. But I guess either one is either your cup of tea. But for that, ladies and gentlemen, I will conclude this episode. So for th- those who are listening, thank you so much. Follow and subscribe to this podcast on any platform. Anchor may not be a supporting listening app so i guess you can listen from the browsing part of your safari your computer but spotify and apple is where the most pl- majorous platforms you can listen on as an app rate and review five stars if you're listening on apple and my podcast is now on youtube so follow subscribe leave a comment and smash that like button if you happen to be supporting this on youtube and don't forget to even, if you like to leave your impressions and thoughts, email me at dscomology at gmail.com and follow me on my social media platforms on TikTok and Twitter, making these audiograms both sides of that. For those who are coming in from these audiograms, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will keep grinding. These audiograms will be coming 24-7, 365 in almost every episode, so that's all I gotta say, and email me at dscomalaji at gmail.com. And that will be a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Daniel Scomalaji, signing off. I have nothing else to say except for till next time. I'll be screaming you all at I Screen, You Scream for Movies. Nailed it.